Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This is episode 38 on the Merry Beers podcast with Hal Elrod from The Miracle Morning. Welcome to Merry Beers. Get inspired to live your best life and learn what it takes to create an epic business from the world's most amazing entrepreneurs. We're your hosts, Emma and Carla Pappas. Let's get our merry biz on. Merry Maker Sisters. <laughs> Oh my gosh, it's so great to hear your voice. Could there be two funner hosts to have a <laughs> conversation with? Oh, we're so excited. Yay! I know, <laughs> yay! It's funny, you remind me of me and my brother from another mother, uh, my business <laughs> best friend, like we're always giggling together. And I told him, I was like, I go, I, we were, I, was, I was sitting in first class the other day on a flight and I was talking to him and I'm like, ah! we're like giggling and stuff. <laughs> and I go, John, I go, I just realized that there's a bunch of people around me and I'm also in first class and they're probably like, who is this freaking Yahoo that somehow parents like put him in first class or something (laughs) going to giggle mode and it's not appropriate in public places, but yeah, it's good. Oh my gosh. That's why it is always appropriate. That is the best mode. And I'm pretty sure that's why everyone's always like, are you like 15? And I'm like, no, I'm actually like 28. It's because I giggle. (laughs) That's so funny. I have the same, I think I have the same thing going on. Oh, I think we should just embrace it. I think it's freaking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I know, I agree. Now, here's the deal, though. As as cute, sweet girls, you get away with giggling way <laughs> more, way differently than I get uh, giggling perceived. Cool. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. I'm going to count us in, and then I'm going to introduce you, and then we're going to get stuck into it. Okay, boom. Cool. Three, two, one. One, in addition to being one of the world's best keynote speakers, today's guest is the number one best-selling author of what's being widely regarded as one of the world's most life-changing books ever written. It's titled The Miracle Morning, the not-so-obvious secret guaranteed to transform your life before 8am. And what's even more inspiring is our guest actually died at age 20. He was hit head on by a drunk driver, broke 11 bones, died for six minutes and spent six days in a coma, only to wake up and be told that he may never walk again. Not only did he walk, he's now a Hall of Fame business achiever, one of America's top success coaches an ultra marathon runner, and a grateful husband and father. Get ready for this episode, guys. You're about to hear how you can change your life by simply changing the way you wake up in the morning, even if you're not a morning person. And we are so, so, so freaking excited and so grateful to welcome the amazing Hal Elrold to Merry Biz. Woohoo! What's up, girls? I just said when we started talking, and I'll say it again for your listeners, they already know, I'm sure, but there couldn't be two more fun hosts to 
talk to and have a conversation with on a podcast. I'm pumped for this. Oh, we are so, so, so excited. And guess what, Hal? We're having a miracle morning with you. Oh. Because <laughs> it's 5.30 here. <laughs> nice work. Yes, we were like, hell yeah, we're going to interview Hal at 5.30 a.m. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm having a miracle afternoon here in the States. So, uh, yeah, well, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, that's cool. Yeah, I'm very appropriate. I, in fact, I should just make everyone interview me at 5.30 in the morning. That should be, like, required. It's the only time I'll talk to people. I, yeah, I, I, just <laughs> I think that would be awesome. Definitely everyone in Australia. <laughs> yeah, it, it would interrupt my miracle morning, but, you know. Right. <laughs> so, how is afternoon where you are? What have you been up to today? What's been on your agenda? Uh, I woke up at 3.30 a.m. today, oh. which is my daily wake-up time. And I, I want to, like, quickly give a disclaimer for people listening. Like, what? The Miracle Morning is waking up at 3.30 <laughs> in the morning? No, uh, it's not it. It's, usually it's waking up a tiny, you know, maybe 30 minutes earlier than you normally would and doing something that will change your life, which we can talk more about. But I, I always uh, want to make that clear because I used to always post, I'm up at 3.30 a.m. for my Miracle Morning. And I used to post it on like Facebook years ago and people would go, yeah, I'd love to do your, your Miracle Morning sounds great, but I just can't wake up at 3.30. And I was going, oh, you thought you had to wake up at, oh, and then I'm going, how many other thousands of people think that's what the Miracle, gosh, so I always try to be clear up front, but, uh, but yeah, so I woke up early, did my Miracle Morning, did my savers, um, played with my dog, oh, my dog, oh, this morning was special, actually, girls, you caught me on a very, very, very special day. Oh my gosh, tell us. I was in my office doing my Miracle Morning, um, and my daughter came in at 5. She's six years old. Her name is Sophie. She came in at 5.40 in the morning, and I was like, whoa, what are you doing? Go back to bed. And uh, she's like, your mom woke me up snoring because my, my mom's visiting right now. And uh, she goes, and if we're going to write this Miracle Morning for kids book, we need to start doing the Miracle Morning together. Oh and I was like, She's like, let's do it. And so we did our first, we did, we kind of did them when she was younger, but anyway, really our first real miracle morning today. And here's what's crazy. You guys ready for this? Yes. So many people, I love how you talk in unison. So <laughs> many people um, that do the miracle morning, they will report like their very first day of the miracle morning, something uh, like miraculous happened. They got a job offer, or like this one thing they've been trying to get done, this client or whatever, something happens or, or within the first week or month. And my daughter literally told me the other day, or no, I guess it was a few weeks ago, she said, and she's brought it up since then, she said, Daddy, I want to speak on stage with you someday, and I want to write the Miracle Morning for Kids with you, and I want to draw the pictures, and I want to speak with you on stage. So I told her we could do the Miracle Morning for Kids book, and, 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 and you know, she could draw the pictures for it. Well, today, her first Miracle Morning, I posted a selfie of us on Facebook of her and I doing it together. Someone who hired me to speak like a year ago sent me a screenshot of the, the Facebook post and said, I, your, I want your daughter to speak on you at, or speak with you at my event next year on stage and share the Miracle Morning for Kids. And I went downstairs to my daughter. So I go, Sophie, you are manifesting your dreams right before your eyes on your very first Miracle Morning. I said, remember how you told me you wanted to speak on stage with daddy? She's like, yeah. I go, read this. You know, she can read now. And she's like, oh, my gosh. She's like, yeah. So anyway, really, really, really cool today. So that, that is amazing. Yeah. Oh. And then I did with uh, Peter Shankman, our friend today. So busy day. But that was the highlight so far, for sure. Probably the highlight of my month uh, is my daughter and I doing the Miracle Morning and uh, her getting her first speaking engagement offers. So. That's, amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. That is so freaking cool so how we were lucky enough to hear, hear your story in real life and i mean it's seriously inspiring 
But of course, we have to ask you about the car accident and how it happened and how did you come back from that? Yeah, but yeah before the miracle morning, uh, I was known really for this car accident because of the way that I had overcome it. And the the you know short of it is, when I was twenty years old, I was uh, worked for a company, Cutco Cutlery. I was one of their top sales reps. And one night, I I gave a speech at one of their conferences, which I I, I often I gave speeches at almost all of their conferences. And one night, I gave a speech, and I uh, after my speech, I was driving home on the freeway at 70, 80 miles an hour, which uh, I, I'm not good at converting, but I think that's seven thousand, uh, whatever your guys' conversion are. Um, yeah, it's fast. Yeah. It's like a hundred yeah. kilometers. Kilometers. There we go. I, I was thinking. I, I couldn't get. I'm like kilograms. No, it's not kilograms. Right. <laughs> so it's a lot of kilometers. Hundred kilometers. 112. Actually, I do know that because of our, my speech in the Philippines. 112 kilometers. The drunk driver hit me head on on the freeway and sent me into oncoming traffic. Another car crashed mm-hmm. into my driver's side door. Like literally, you know, there's four inches separating my arm and mm-hmm. the outside of the car, and they hit it at. Uh, at the same, really roughly 100 kilometers per hour into my door and crushed the left side of my body. Instantaneously, I broke 11 bones. Um, I suffered permanent brain damage, internal injuries, almost completely severed my ear, ruptured my spleen, punctured my lung, broke my pelvis in three places, broke my leg in two pieces, broke my arm in two pieces, and I, I began losing a lot of blood. And an hour later, uh, that's how long it took the fire department to oh cut the roof off of the car and pull me out. And when they did, I had bled to death. I was dead for six minutes on the side of the freeway, uh, rushed to the hospital. I was in a coma for six days. I went under, underwent emergency surgery, came out of the coma six days later and was told I would never walk again and that I had permanent brain damage. And my wife will vouch 15 years later, I still have permanent brain damage. That, that shows up quite a bit. But... Um, <laughs> But three weeks later, I took my first step and, uh, you know, doctors were like baffled and it was, you know, I really focused on walking. I visualized it. I prayed about it. I thought about it. I imagined it. I, you know, and I really, uh, I maintained faith that it was possible, possible. And, uh, you know, the rest is kind of history, as they say, you know, I got out of the hospital a few, uh, a month later and, and got back to work and, you know, and then went on to, to, to become a speaker and, and write my first book, Taking Life Head On, which, mm-hmm. you know, just kind of just I took the story and I thought, how can I use this experience in the way that I positively responded to it, maintained the right attitude and took the right steps to quickly overcome my mm-hmm. adversity? How can I share this with other people so that it helps them to manage their emotions and overcome their adversity and be proactive and achieve all of their goals and dreams despite all of the excuses they might have or the challenges they might be facing that could hold them back. And, um, you know, pre-Miracle Morning, that was my life's work for a long time. Wow. Seriously. Epic story. So how, like, what was the inspiration behind Miracle Morning? How did that come about? So I, the way that I frame this is uh, in my life, I've experienced what I, what I call two rock bottoms. Mm-hmm. And a rock bottom is something that I think we, we all have experienced rock bottoms and we will experience more rock bottoms, most of us, because a rock bottom I define is simply any moment uh, uh, of adversity in our lives where it's, it's, it's beyond what we have ever experienced before. Uh, maybe because it's new, it's different. Maybe because it's so, you know, for me being hit by a drunk driver and waking up from a coma, I was like, this is pretty dramatic compared to, you know, any challenges I've ever faced before. And, yeah. Uh, so my first rock bottom was the car accident. And of course, from rock bottoms, we often, you know, we experience so much growth if we choose to, mm-hmm. that it ends up being one of the best things that ever happened to us. Mm-hmm. And for me, my car accident was the best thing that ever happened to me, mm-hmm. you know? 
Um, then, gosh, eight, nine years later, my second rock bottom was actually surprisingly more difficult than my first. And whenever I say that, people always look at me funny. They're like, but you died. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what's worse than dying? Like, I don't get it. And, uh, and, 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 but in all honesty, when the U.S. economy crashed in 2007 and 8, uh, at that time, life was great. I had bought my first house. My business was thriving. I was a coach. I was a speaker. I was an author. And when the economy crashed, it felt like overnight. I mean, it just happened pretty quickly. I started losing clients. They couldn't afford to pay my coaching fee anymore because their businesses were hurting. And <clears throat> very quickly, I lost over half of my income. I could not pay my bills. I couldn't pay my mortgage on my home. I lost my house back to the bank. Uh, I went from being debt-free to having racking up you know, $50,000 in personal credit card debt in six months. I went from being in the best shape of my life to the worst shape of my life in six months, uh, not exercising at all because I was so, and I became depressed, yeah. but I was so, so scared that I was like, I can't take time to go to the gym. Every waking moment needs to be dedicated to trying to make money mm-hmm. and, and so save my life and my business and my home and all of these things. And nothing I tried worked. And to keep a, a long story not so long, uh, encouragement from one of my good friends, John Berghoff, mm-hmm. he said, Hal, if you want to solve your problems, it's not about you know, me teaching you some, because I, I called him for advice after I finally broke down after six months. And I was like, I got to seek help because I wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And he said, the secret to, to you fixing your problems is not me giving you a tip or a strategy. It's you becoming a better version of yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. He said, if I were you, I would wake up tomorrow morning and I would go for a run. And I said, John, I'll stop you right there. I hate running. And he said, <laughs> What do you hate worse, running or your circumstances right now? And I was like, all right, all right, all right. I get it, I get it. I'll go for a run. And, uh, and then and he said, and while you're on that run, and he said, the point of the run is put yourself in a peak physical, mental, and emotional state each morning to start the day. Get blood to your brain, oxygen to your brain. And he said, and then while you're on that run, listen to a personal development audio, a business audiobook, uh, a podcast, you know, find mm. content that you can listen to on the run while you're in the peak physical, mental, and emotional state because that's the best time to learn, he said. Listen to something and every day, listen to something that will improve the area of your life that you need to improve. Go home from the run, run into your office and implement it first thing. That's what I would do if I were you. And I'll be honest, ladies, I wasn't like, my, my response was like, Okay, A, I hate running, and B, like I need to be in the office making money, not listening to yeah, self videos, yeah. right? Yeah. And the next morning I went for a run and I took his advice. I listened to a self-help audio from Jim Rohn, and I heard a quote on the run that became the catalyst to transform my entire life. And it literally is I, you know, I, I I give so much I wish I could thank Jim Rohn in person. He passed away years ago. Uh, but he, you know, because he 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 saved my life. And his quote, he said, Your level of success will seldom exceed your level of personal development because success is something you attract by the person you become. Wow. Yeah, it was almost exactly what my friend John had just told him. I'm like, yeah. wow, become. So here's the distinction. Most of us think to be more successful, you got to do more. And I realized, no, you got to become more. Uh, oh my gosh, so, I love that. Thank you. Uh, my, I can't take credit for it, but yeah, I love it too. My epiphany though was I, I need to go figure out what are the world's most successful people do for their personal development and I'm going to wake up every day and I'm going to start doing that so that I can become the person that I need to be to create the success I want and 
to keep a long story not so long, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll wrap this up and tie a bow on it. Um, I, I spent an hour online. I was researching the practices of the most successful people. Uh, I was trying to get the one, the best one, but I couldn't get it below this list of six practices that we've all heard of that the yeah. world's most successful people have sworn by for gen- decades, centuries. I woke up the next morning. I did all six of them. That became the Miracle Morning. It didn't have a name back then. It wasn't going to be a book or a movement. And... Um, and, and that morning, the way that I felt, I thought, oh my gosh, this is the one thing that's going to change everything. If I start every day doing these six practices, with the, and it took you know 30 minutes, mm-hmm. with this much clarity, energy, motivation that I have generated for myself, uh, it's only a matter of time before I turn my life around. And it was less than two months that I more than doubled my income, went from being in the worst shape of my life, having never run more than a mile, to committing to run 52 consecutive miles. Wow. Uh, and, uh, and I, my depression was gone, you know, really it was gone day one. Uh, I once it was gone, but it was almost gone. It was like, it went from being, it went from consuming me, those negative emotions yeah. to being like, you know, like, like an afterthought behind me. And, uh, that was it. And, and because my life changed so dramatically in two months, I started calling it my miracle morning and you know, the rest is, is history. We just published in 20 countries and number one in Korea right now, number three in France, number <sighs> Hey, like, I mean, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's kind of surreal. Like it's, it's, it feels like a dream, but it's, it's really amazing to see the impact that, that it's having because it's changing other people's lives just as fast and as, as deeply as, as it changed mine. Oh my gosh. It's absolutely amazing. And I mean, okay, so the six things, like we need to get into the six things so everybody <laughs> can start doing them. What are they? So yeah, these are, and I'll tell you that, like I said, there's, going to be very little that people are like, you've never heard of it before. But the, the question is, do you do it every day? Like, yeah. I, mean, I think the really important distinction is there's one of my mentors, he, he taught me that the four most dangerous words in the English, English language are, I already know that. Mm-hmm. And he said, whenever people, people are know-it-alls and they're, yes. you know, they're reading a book or they're listening to a podcast or they're in a learning environment and they hear something like you should set goals or whatever. And, you know, and people are like, oh yeah, I know that. I already do. Yeah, yeah I know that. But the question isn't, do you know that? Yeah. It's, are you living that? Are you, yeah. are you implementing it at the highest level? Because like Tony Robbins makes it simple. He goes, knowing something is doing it. You don't really know it. You might understand mm-hmm. it. You might know it conceptually. But the only way to fully know something and really know it is that you've done it, you've lived it, and that's how you know it from experience, so not from theory or from understanding, right? So, um, so with that said, these six practices, I knew them all, and I almost discounted them because of that. And then I went, wait a minute. Mm. I don't do any of these like consistently, or I definitely don't do all of them. So these are what are now known as the SAVERS. So there's an acronym six letters s-a-v-e-r-s and that's thanks to my beautiful brilliant wife by the way who told me to clever yeah because they were not they were originally unorganized and she's like you should get a thesaurus and like see if you could make a word i was like oh you're brilliant so he's brilliant uh, yes the s is for the first s is for silence most people start their day with procrastination they hit the snooze button right yeah most people the first s is snooze right (laughs) And I call that, think about that. If you don't have the discipline to get out of bed when the alarm goes off, like what makes you think you have the discipline to do the other things that you want in your life? And most people think their discipline is not very strong. And I'd say that's, if your first opportunity to to exercise your discipline muscle is you, you fail at that, 
the alarm goes off and you hit the snooze button, right? That's a problem. So the first S is silence and you wake up and start the day with meditation. There are four, over 1,400 scientific studies that have proven the benefits of meditation. I mean, it's do any research at all and you go, I'd be silly not to meditate. Yeah. That'd be like not smiling. Like why, why would I not do something that is crucial to my emotional well-being and my physical well-being? So the first S is for silence. The A, and by the way, it can be prayer as well. Like most people, they do a little bit of both. You know, once they read the Miracle Morning and they're like, okay, wow, meditation. I didn't realize how practical and easy and beneficial it is. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to meditate for sure. And if people pray, that's part of their silence. So they can kind of do both. The A in Sabre is for affirmations. And I'll just say real quick affirmations have been taught, in my opinion, I wouldn't say wrong, but not optimally effective by you know gurus if you will they teach you to like you know like lie to yourself if you want to be a millionaire just say i am a millionaire i am a millionaire i am a millionaire but if that's not true you're 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 fighting with reality you're lying to yourself it's it, the way that i teach you to do affirmations in the book is write them in reality and that in a way that gets you into action so for example instead of saying i am a millionaire in the book i teach you like four steps to write an affirmation it would be like i am committed to becoming a millionaire yeah. because i want to provide financial freedom for my family mm. and yeah. so today i will take blank action so that by the end of this year i will have achieved blank result and i will take mm -hmm. that action today at this exact time wow. when you affirm that every day you're not affirming some sort of fantasy or a lie, you're affirming exactly what you want, why you want it, what you are committed to do that will make attaining or creating that result inevitable and when specifically you'll do it. So there's there's no gray area, right? That's awesome. Like affirmations 50X. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, um, and affirmations are my favorite part of the savers because they allow yeah. me to design my programming for my own subconscious and my behavior and my habits and you name it, right? So I design it on paper, I affirm it every day, and then I live into it and you, you know, it becomes, I manifest it. Um, the V is for visualization, and I won't go into detail on this, but similar to affirmations, I believe it's been taught ineffectively. They teach you to visualize, you know, make a vision board and then just mm. magically wait for shit to, oh, can I say that? Yes. Stuff, yeah. Wait for stuff to happen, right? Um, that doesn't work. I mean, it, it can work. There's some magical, whatever, but I wouldn't bet on that. Like, I wouldn't be like, my strategy for achieving my dreams is I cut out pictures out of a magazine. I put them on that board over there, and I'm just waiting. <laughs> like, that's horror, right? But there's an entire movie, which some parts of that movie I really liked, and some parts that, like, that's kind of the, what it gave you. That was the takeaway. Like, make a yeah, vision board. Yeah, and totally, stuff yeah. Like that totally agree. Like, doesn't work that way. The E is for exercise. And, you know, I don't need to go into that because I already talked about it earlier, yep. right? The clarity, the, the advice my buddy gave me every day. Even if you go to the gym in the afternoon, you got to at least get five or 10 minutes of cardio in the morning. Even go for a walk, yes. get the blood flowing so you think clear, you have more willpower, discipline, energy, et cetera. The R is for reading. So savers, reading, mm -hmm. uh, and not like Fifty Shades of Grey or <laughs> Harry Potter. Right? I mean, you can read those books. <laughs> about right books on topics that will give you the knowledge that you need mm -hmm. to take your life or your business or your health or your marriage or your whatever to the level you want it to be at right yeah, yeah totally and 
the final S is for scribing, and I really owe the thesaurus and my wife for that one because I didn't even know what that word meant before. But scribing, <laughs> uh, journaling is essentially what that's about, right? So writing down, getting clarity on paper of what you're grateful for, uh, what the most important you know, one to three activities you must take action on today are to achieve all of your goals. So putting that in writing does some powerful things. And I'll wrap this up by saying, you'd be hard-pressed to find any one of the world's most successful people that doesn't swear by at least one of those. When you do all six of them, it is personal development, turbocharged, on steroids, you know, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever analogy you want to use, right? Like, <laughs> the ultimate morning ritual, and that's, that's why I think the Miracle Morning is impacting, literally, it's hundreds of thousands of people around the world now that are doing it every day and getting amazing results. I think it's freaking amazing. And like, just quickly, how I want to ask you because, you know, people are like, oh, I don't have time to do that. But I know yeah. that you can do it quickly, right? You can do it in like six minutes. In as little as six minutes. And that's not a gimmick. Like, that's real. Um, that's real talk, ladies. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and, and, and that came up organically. It was just, we, we usually have this all or nothing attitude. Most of us do this, right? Where it's like, oh, I was going to go to the gym for an hour, but now I only have like 40 minutes. So I'll just skip it today, right? Like, yeah. oh, if we can't do it all that we intended to, we usually just like throw in the towel and it's all or nothing. And I, so I had that true. mentality with Miracle Morning in the beginning. And then there was just one day where I was like, oh, I've missed so many Miracle Mornings, you know, in the last month because I've just I'm crunched on time in the morning. What if I did a six minute version this morning? I've only got like 15 minutes. What if I just did one minute for each of the six savers? And it was really focused, really mm -hmm. present, really engaged. So I closed my eyes and I meditated for a minute. And granted, I didn't, you know, have the most deep spiritual profound. I mean, right, but, but I got really calm. I literally mm. lowered my my um, uh, what's it called? Cortisol levels, yeah. right? Lowers your stress. So I felt centered for the day. Then I I pulled out my affirmations, and it really only took me a minute to read them anyway. So that mm. reminded me of what I wanted, why I wanted it, you know, what I was going to do that day to achieve it. I visualized. I, I did a minute of jumping jacks, and I was like. Woo, I, you know, I, I'm going now. Like my heart rate's up, you know. And literally, it was six minutes of of time. And normally, I I, I had gotten to the point where I got, I liked sixty ideally. So one tenth of the time, and I would say I got seventy to eighty percent of the benefit. Now I don't have doing six minutes every day, but that's just a, a way where you realize it's not all or nothing. And there's really no excuse to not do your savers in the morning. When you, you know, you realize that I can do them in as little as six minutes. And then some people on the, on the weekends, they'll be like, I do like a two hour miracle morning on Saturday. Cause I got, I don't have work. I just like do a really long, comfortable, yes. you know, deep miracle morning. So it's totally scalable anywhere in between. Oh my oh, gosh. So I good. love it. No so, do yeah, so doable. So what is the one thing that you want readers to get out of your book? Um, it's, well, I guess uh, if I could narrow it down to, to 1.5 things, <laughs> um, <laughs> Number one, I mean, the essence of this is about, as I said earlier, not doing more, but becoming more. The essence of the miracle morning, it's, it's not about waking up earlier. It's about waking up better. It's about yeah. starting every day by dedicating time to your personal development so that you can become the person that you need to be to create the most extraordinary life that you can imagine in every single area. That's what the miracle morning is about. And it's not about doing it perfectly. It's about waking up a little bit earlier than you have to wake up. 
Because most people get up when they have to wake up, get up before you have to get up and do something that helps you become a better version of the person that you were when you went to bed the night before. And if every morning starts out with you doing something to grow, to improve yourself, then watch as your life improves in alignment. Your bank account grows in alignment, right? Or your merit or whatever you focus your miracle morning on, that's where you see results in. Oh, oh, wow. I'm Amazing. so excited for everyone to go and implement this and uh, get your book. Yes. So, Hal, we're nearly out of time. It went so fast. I can't believe that it went so fast. So, we have one more question for you. But before we get on to that, we'd love you to share where everyone can find the best info about you. Where's, where's your home online? Yeah, I've got a few, but go to, we just launched a brand new miraclemorning.com website, Ooh. which we've been working on for a while. Um, and, uh, so miraclemorning.com and that has, that's got a trailer for the movie that's coming out. We're doing a a movie. Uh, Dude, I want to pay you girls a million dollars a year to just hang out with me and and everything I say be like, Oh my gosh, I would, I would, I feel so good when I talk to you girls. That's so cool. Uh, so miraclemorning.com, you can opt in to get the first few chapters of the book for free. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can check out the live event that we're doing. Um, you can, uh, and you can, you know, there's a link right there to buy the book on Amazon or it's on iBooks or, you know, wherever you want it, wherever, wherever books are sold. So, and if you're in different countries, um, so far it's only of the 20 countries that it's about to be translated and published in, it's only done UK, um, uh, UK, I think Australia, maybe, um, Korea and, uh, France. So yeah, but Amazon, you can get it, I think in every country. So. Oh my, oh my gosh, gosh that is amazing. so exciting. Yeah. I can't wait for the movie. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, ladies. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, okay. Ladies, go to Miracle. This is for you too personally. Okay. Go to miraclemorning.com forward slash events. Yes. And read the text. That'll take you three minutes. Watch the video. I think that's another three or four minutes. <laughs> and if you girls can make it to the June event, when you read it, and if you have any questions, you can contact me personally, but it's going to be unlike any event, any experience that's ever happened in human history, and the purpose of it is to literally elevate the consciousness of the human race, and you girls are made to be there. We're, it's the lowest priced event we've ever done just to cover our costs. We're, we're, not, we're just trying to break even. We're not even trying to profit, so anyway, I know that kind of promoted it to other people, but that was really, I literally, <laughs> girls being, yeah, anyway. Check that well, out. I we're, like that we we're just gonna got check a personal invitation. <laughs> <laughs> we will yeah. definitely check it out, Hal. I want to go. Me too. So, Hal, the very last question is, what is the one mantra you're living by right at this moment? Um, the, the one mantra that I am living by, honestly, at this moment is to, it's to be the father that my children deserve. Like I, you know, as, as a, as someone who believes so much in my mission to, you know, change billions of lives with the miracle morning and, you know, and I love my work because of it, um, it takes me away from my family. Right. And so, uh, I have, you know, being, spending more time with my family has been a should for, uh, you know, the last few years I've been building this movement. Um, but finally a, a switch was flipped a few months ago and it became a must and I canceled every, I just started canceling everything. In fact, I, I canceled every shoot I was doing for the Miracle Morning movie, and I put my anyway. So I don't need to go in that much detail, but the point is uh, to to really get clear on the people in my life that matter most, and that is my children and my wife, and to put my 
money where my mouth is, you know, and, and be yeah. with them and not on the road and not changing the world, especially while my kids are young. They're only yeah. having one childhood and I've got to be here to shape who they're becoming uh, during these uh, really young years. Aww. Wow. That is just amazing, Hal. Thank you so much for sharing everything with us today. I mean, the, our listeners yeah, are going to just they're get gonna love they're it. going to listen to this and they're going to be like, holy moly. We're going to get emails and emails <laughs> yeah. about this one. And we we're going to tell you about it. <laughs> yeah, for, forward those bad boys to me. I'd love it. Oh, love we it. will. Thank <laughs> you so, so, so much for your time. We're so grateful and we can't wait to hopefully see you in June. I'm pumped. I want to come. Yeah, me too. <laughs> You're going to love it. All right, girls. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. And thanks, everybody, for listening. Take care. Holy moly. How freaking epic was that episode? Yes, we loved everything about Hal and his Miracle Morning message. And just to let you guys know, we actually ended up booking our tickets and our flights to Chicago for that event Hal was telling you about. So we're off to America in June for three and a half weeks and we can't wait. And we will most definitely be taking the podcast around when we go and hopefully getting some amazing interviews to share with you all. We're so excited and we're just in the final planning stages. So it's going to be amazing. If you guys start doing your Miracle Mornings, be sure to let us know on social media or email us because we would love to hear about it and we know how would love to hear about it too. So if you loved the episode, give us a five-star rating and go and enjoy your day. Make it merry, make it epic. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you.